Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and before we started, I'd seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plots, so feel free to check out the film on DoesTheDogDie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2023 supernatural horror film based on the hit video game franchise of the same name, Five Nights at Freddy's. Let's get spooky. Should I kick us off with a summary? Yes, please. (laughs) All right, so Five Nights at Freddy's. Mike, a mall security guard, is fired after assaulting a father whom he mistakes for a kidnapper. Real quick insanity who just starts punching someone without checking to make sure that they're an actual kidnapper anyways mike's career counselor steve ragland offers him a job as a night guard at freddy fazbear's pizza a once successful but now abandoned family restaurant mike is forced to accept the job after social services threatens to take custody of his younger sister abby and pass her over to their aunt jane who really just wants the monthly payments that come with abby Mike starts having recurring dreams about his brother Garrett's kidnapping during his work shifts at Freddy's uh, the first two nights. He has this recurring dream where he sees his brother's kidnapping and then he sees five children in the dream who witness the kidnapping, but they keep fleeing whenever he tries to talk to them about it. He then meets a police officer, Vanessa, who tells him that the restaurant was closed after five children were murdered and their bodies were never found. Uh, The aunt, Jane, then hires a group, including Abby's babysitter, to vandalize the restaurant and get Mike fired. However, the animatronics come alive and kill them all. Uh, This also forces Mike to take Abby with him for his next shift. So on the third night, the animatronics come alive and Abby makes friends with them. Uh, Mike discovers that the animatronics are possessed by the ghosts of the missing children. And the fourth night, Abby's injured when she, Mike, and Vanessa are, like, hanging out with the animatronics. (laughs) Uh, Vanessa then tells Mike not to bring Abby back to Freddy's anymore. Uh, Mike gets Jane to babysit Abby for the fifth night. Abby's kind of pissed about that. Uh, And during this shift, Mike overdoses on sleeping pills and has a dream where the kids present an alternate reality to him and tell him that he can stay with his brother Garrett forever in exchange for Abby. He initially accepts but quickly changes his mind and then is attacked by the animatronics. He's strapped to a torture device, but he's able to escape and leave the restaurant. Meanwhile, another animatronic kills Jane and takes Abby back to Freddy's. Uh, Mike gets Vanessa to help him and get, uh, get Abby from the restaurant. And Vanessa reveals that her father is William Afton, the serial killer who murdered the missing children, as well as Garrett. And she just, like, knew this the whole time and didn't say anything, so that's weird. Uh, at Freddy's, Mike disables the animatronics and saves Abby from being killed, but suddenly they're all reactivated by the last animatronic who reveals himself to be Steve Raglan, the career guy from earlier. And Steve's real identity is then revealed to be William Afton, the serial killer! Uh, Mike is knocked unconscious, Vanessa stabbed, and then Abby drops his pitcher, and that frees the animatronic from William's control, and they all turn on him, fatally wounding him, Mike and Abby escape and return to normality while Vanessa falls into a coma due to her injuries. And that's what you missed in the Five Nights at Freddy's. (laughs) That was a lot more plot than I remember. If I'm being honest. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) No, that's okay. Um, 
Good refresher. Yeah, it's chock full of the lore, so I wanted to do the FNAF bands right. Yeah. Yeah, it is It is very chock full of lore. Yeah. Not, not quite as chock full as it could have been. No, there's a lot of lore. Also. So much. Do you have anything to say about trying to gaslight me into thinking that there's no bunny in this movie? So, okay, the reason I said that, the reason I said that was because, what's his name? Afton? William Afton, yeah. He's also a bunny, isn't he? Yes. So he's like That's the why, spring body. Yeah. yeah. That's why I said there's no, there's no bunny. Because, like, I was thinking he was the only bunny. And I didn't want to spoil that there was a bunny. So I was like, what are you talking about? There's no bunny. That's crazy. So there's actually two bunnies. That you forgot about Bonnie the bunny like I did forget about Bonnie. Fans attack her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was too busy with other parts of the movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Uh, Josh Hutcherson. Yeah. Matt Lillard. Yeah. Matt, huh? His first name. Jordan. He, okay, he, he calls himself Matt. I know this because I watch all of his TikToks and yeah. Twitch streams. One day I'll be on an informal basis with both of them. For now, they're just Joshua and Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody calls him Joshua. That's true. I do. Oh. Joshua. Just kidding. Call me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I am going to like quickly mention something because <laughs> Katie's already sad about it. I had to tell her this right before the episode. But in researching for this episode, because uh, I wanted to do my due diligence. I know there's a lot of uh, FNAF fans out there, a lot of lore to it, and a lot of fun facts and stuff in here. I found out while reading about the creator, Scott Cawthorn. Cawthorn? Scott Cawthorn? Cawthorn? Who cares? Fuck that guy, right? (laughs) 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 Sorry. Anyways, I'm just sad that I gave money to this because I watched it on Peacock. It was a free subscription. It was like a, you know, six-month free trial, but there were still ads. And I don't really want to give money to people who use their money in the way that he does, which is to support people like Trump. And without getting too political, because this is a podcast about movies, uh, that's not where I stand at all, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I don't want to speak for Katie. It's not where she stands either, though. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. I don't want to speak for Katie, but here's me speaking for Katie. But I'm gonna. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, I I thought, I even thought about, like, maybe not doing the episode, because it made me really uncomfortable. And, you know, I'm the type of person where, like, I, I don't watch Harry Potter because fuck J.K. Rowling. Like, shit, I put my money where my mouth is. I try to. Um, and so that was really disappointing to kind of find out that the creator of this is not. He doesn't he doesn't stand with the beliefs that I stand with. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. Gross. Definitely puts a damper on the whole thing. I'm bummed about it it makes me like less excited for any sequels makes me 
less excited to like play the games. Just like, bleh. yeah, I agree. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, sorry, I had to drop that that on you. <laughs> Katie no, didn't okay. know yet, so I, I told her right before the episode. I was like, "Hey, like, I hope you don't mind. Like, I might get a little political in this episode. I know that's not what like we're here for, but I don't know. We, I, we kind of talked about it beforehand, where we both kind of feel like there is some kind of personal responsibility and some social responsibility when it comes to talking about that kind of stuff." Yeah, so. totally. Yeah. Um, has to be said, and hopefully everybody can make decisions about how and if and who they support. Yeah, for sure. Um, but on that note, we can get back to the actual movie and talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. Because <laughs> I do I'll, support I'll... Josh Hutcherson and Matthew Lillard. <laughs> yes. Hard not to. Uh, I never heard a bad word about either of the two of them. Me neither. Thank God. Um, it, just one more thing about Scott Cawthon. Oh yeah. Um, three years ago, this movie has been working for so long. Um, he posted this huge thread on Reddit. It's called "Bad News About the FNAF Movie." Sad face. Um, he posted it. It's in the um, the Five Nights at Freddy's subreddit. Um. It's got, I don't know, 10 or 15 different screenplays mm. that he could have chosen and why they didn't go with that one. Oh, interesting. Uh, but a lot of them are really interesting. One that caught my eye, the Cassidy screenplay. One of the kids that... Excuse me? Yeah. One of the kids that William Afton killed is named Cassidy. Oh. They are... Um, Golden, Golden, I'm going to tell you, Golden Freddy. Golden Freddy's name is Cassidy? The second Golden Freddy, not the first oh. Golden Freddy, the second Golden Freddy. Um, oh my God, I'm Basic setup of that screenplay, diving deep. This screenplay packed in a lot of lore following the story of Cassidy, but had lots of problems. It spanned multiple time periods, followed multiple characters, and featured lore from multiple games. So it was very saturated to a fault. It may have been satisfying to the most hardcore fans, but it would have left the majority of people confused and lost. Um, it was the most accurate screenplay, ultimately more of a visual encyclopedia than a movie. Um, so it wasn't satisfying and he tossed it. That's crazy. I know. Um, there's the insane screenplay. Um I don't even know what any of these words mean. It involved the fun time animatronics, underground ball pit tunnels, and a marionette out for revenge. Oh, what? Uh, adventured too far into adventure. It wasn't horror enough. There's a lot of characters in this. There's like B- Ballora and Circus Baby and like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, I've gone down like. Not very deep tunnels, but I've gone down, like, the surface level. I've definitely scratched the surface on, like, FNAF lore. Okay. One day I'll do a deep dive. But, yeah, there's, like, there's a lot. So it doesn't surprise me that there were, like, that many different screenplay options of, like, here's all these characters that are, could be in it. Here's all these storylines that could be in it. Yeah, there's, there's ten. 
10. Crazy that they didn't go with the Cassidy screenplay. That's. Yeah. Sad, <laughs> honestly. I have also left um... people feeling unsatisfied. So it's... <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, no, that it's an interesting <clears throat> read. Um, if you've got ten minutes of all of the different, and then I was just I was just going through a rabbit hole because I would read like the Cassie screenplay, like okay, who the fuck's Cassie? And then yeah. I read about Cassie, and it's like the second Golden Fazbear, like okay, who was the first? Like <sighs> there's a lot yeah. of lore, and there for something as dumb as haunted horror Chuck E. Cheese, like there's a lot of fucking lore. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's definitely deep dives that I will watch maybe one day, but yeah. Maybe someday. Yeah. Um Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Yeah. They created the animatronics. I was actually really happy they didn't use CGI. Yeah. I thought it just looked better without that. Um and Jim Henson, just the the duality of Sesame Street and then this. That's <laughs> well, I mean, Jim Henson's done more than Sesame Street. No, I know, but like when you think about like what he's that's best known for is yeah, Sesame Street, fucking Big Bird. <laughs> yeah. If speaking of Big Bird, if you are a fan of puppetry, yeah. there's an international puppetry museum in Atlanta, Georgia, and it is fascinating my husband's a big puppet guy it's kind of weird to say out loud but he likes puppets <laughs> oh. <laughs> he thinks puppetry is an interesting art and okay. i until i went to this puppetry museum did not agree but yeah there was a jim henson exhibit there they did like dark crystal they did um you know obviously there's like an elmo and a big bird and change your mind you like grover now. yeah it was really cool. And there was like, there was like the, um, like the history of puppets and yeah. like how different cultures use puppets. It was very cool. Yeah. Puppetry's hip. It's in. Okay. Obviously, Five Nights at Freddy's does it. Yeah, I don't think that this is going to have a puppet boom, if I'm being honest, with the youths. Why? They're not even, they... like, billed as puppets, even though that's what they are. They're, like, animatronics in the movie. Well, there's an overlap between animatronic and puppet. Yeah, but they, I don't they... think, like, a, an average teen is going to watch this movie and be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna get into puppets. <laughs> that's not well, the impact. They're all cosplaying as them. Yeah, that's different though. Cosplay is not puppets. I suppose. I just don't want you to get your hopes up for a puppet boom when the, I don't think that that's gonna happen. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know what they're missing. Yeah, I don't know what they're missing either. I'll have to go visit the museum yeah yeah you should i if i'm ever in atlanta i'll go i'll take you to atlanta wow <laughs> for the puppets for the puppets all right um, um but no the the yes the animatronics were 
actually puppets. Yeah. Being controlled by several people. Their heads, primarily. If there was ever a full body shot of them, it was somebody in a suit and then the head was controlled by puppeteers, which made for some really fun behind the scenes videos. Yeah. I highly recommend you look up because they're hilarious. I did not watch any of those. I'll have to. Yeah. I did. I'm going to be honest. I kind of nailed. Really did. It's fucking infuriating. Yeah. Yeah. Are you mad? I was so mad. Exactly. I had more of a leg up than you did on most things, though. Yeah. Most of the time I'm like, here's a movie. And you're like, I've never heard of that. Here's what I think it's about. Yeah. I mean, I I played the game. Yeah, I had the game. I had some lore, some TikTok lore. You know, I I knew some things. And also, they, like, spoiled that Matthew Lillard was going to be William Afton. So, like, I already knew that. Everybody knew that. They spoiled it, like, like, months ago. Because when you Googled the movie, he was credited as William Afton instead of Steve Raglan. So they didn't, like credit it properly and so like i think most people knew that that's was gonna be like the twist so it kind of sucks that that happened but also i feel like you kind of have to know right because like you're not gonna put matthew lillard in a horror movie and not have him in like anything but one scene come on yes yeah also Um Sorry, real quick, I love that before he does the reveal when he's still in the suit. Yes, he does the knife wife that Ghostface does. Oh! <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Big yeah, that, that was pretty iconic. Yeah. Even I noticed that. Good, as you should. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I had this movie spoiled for me on TikTok. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the TikTok does be spoiling. It really do be. Yeah. I tried not to send you any spoilery TikToks of the movie, which is in yeah. fucking infuriating now that I knew that you knew the whole time because I could have been sending TikToks. I said it in though, my description that I knew. When oh, I guessed well, the plot, I said he's William Afton, but he pretends to be someone else because I remember in the I remembered yeah. in the trailer. He like had the nameplate when it introduces him, and it wasn't William yeah. Afton. So I remembered that. So I was like, oh, okay. So I know that that's gonna happen. But yeah, but this is even before that because I watched this movie yeah. the day it came out on Peacock, the twenty sixth, I think, of yeah. October. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, you like, should that morning it was spoiled for me. I was like, oh my god, oh, people are nice. already building fucking. It was like thirst trap, <laughs> Matthew Lillard thirst trap of him like taking off the hood and. <laughs> the animatronics. I mean, I was into it. I mean, who wouldn't? Those furries are onto something. Oh, you heard oh. it here first. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, other notable things. There was a cameo for uh, Matthew Patrick, who's better known as Matt Pat. He's a YouTuber, um, but he was like kind of helped make the game popular. Um, I think he has like a like a game theory channel where he like goes into like theories in games, and that so he plays the waiter in the movie, and he says like, "Oh, but that's just a theory," and that's his sign off on YouTube. So that was like kind of a 
a cute little nod. Um, I thought it was kind of nice that they just did, like, little cameos like that and didn't, like, saturate it with, like, here's an obvious cameo of a, you know, a YouTuber. But still kind of, like, paid homage to people who really actually did help the game, like, pop off. Mm -hmm. And, um... On that note, Mar- uh, Mark Fishbach, who's also known as Markiplier, Markiplier. Like one of the biggest YouTubers out there. But he really, like, he did tons of streams of this game and videos on it, really helped popularize it. And uh, he was contacted to be the security guard in the opening scene that gets killed. But he wasn't able to do it. He had to turn it down. He had a scheduling conflict with his own movie that he's making called Iron Lung, which is also based on a video game. That comes out pretty soon. Oh, really? I thought it was 2024. I guess that is soon. I mean, that's like next month. <laughs> no, stop. Don't say things like that to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I think I think it's pretty soon. Um, <clears throat> but that is a huge bummer because... A lot of people were, like, hoping to see him in it, for sure. Uh, Yeah. And I'm sure he wanted to do it. I mean. Oh, yeah. So, it sucks that that timing just didn't line up. Yeah, totally. But, uh, yeah. And apparently, in an interview, like, in January, on a podcast, Matthew Lillard had said that he signed a three-pitcher deal. Which is no. why at the end of your summary, when you were like, he died, I was like, no, but remember I sure said, about like, that? He, I said that he either like doesn't die or he dies, but his spirit lives on because there's going to be a sequel. I literally yeah. said that. Don't, okay. mm, no, play it back. Roll it back. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I. Maybe the sequel mm. is a prequel. Who knows? There could be a prequel. I'm sure we'll see Vanessa again. Yeah. She's gonna. And Mike. For those that know. I won't spoil it. (laughs) I don't even want to know. I'm sure we'll see Vanessa. Vanny. I'm sure we'll see Mike. Um, And I'm sure we'll see Matthew Lillard again. I mean. He said it's gonna yeah it's gonna have sequels this movie grossed 80 million dollars domestically in its opening weekend which is more than any other Bloomhouse. house is it blumhouse or Bloomhouse? because technically it's fucking no bloom but then i've heard people call it Blumhouse, and i don't like that i'm gonna call it Bloomhouse for the rest of my life it better be Bloomhouse if his last name is bloom that's what i'm saying yeah but i've also heard people say his name's pronounced jason blum but when i googled it it said jason bloom i've always called him jason bloom Anyways, Jason Bloom, if you're out there, <laughs> I'm going to keep calling it Bloom House until yeah, it's Bloom. they tell me otherwise. Yeah, when yeah, you Google Bloom. it, it says Jason Bloom, but then there's interviews where he'll be introduced as Jason Blum. So the British pronunciation is Jason Blum. Well, he's not British though, right? So, Right. So we go with the American pronunciation, which is Jason Bloom. I love that for us. What, is, what does this one say? Oh, God. Anyways, my point was that it's done better than any other Bloomhouse movie. I think the previous one was Halloween in 2018. That one was like the the last 
holder. Uh, and it's also the second biggest opening weekend for a film based on a video game, right after this year's Super Mario Brothers. So, yeah, yeah this was like Bloomhouse's top priority. Oh, yeah. And like, they were right. <laughs> well, so it did very well. Supposedly, he made back what he spent on the streaming deal alone, the Peacock deal. Oh, like selling the distribution he, rights? Yes. Which is fucking iconic. Can you imagine? Like, having million? nothing to... You, you have nothing to lose after you that. Can, like, you okay, sell I got one my, ticket and you made it back. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it popped off. Audiences loved it. Critics hated it. Of course, you fuck themselves. Oh, <laughs> well on that note was there anything that you didn't like about it well i mean i didn't oh. i i mean you're assuming well you just said i liked it go fuck themselves so that makes me well yeah i mean they can but like they, they had i mean <laughs> they weren't like wrong <laughs> <laughs> i mean it it wasn't like a super great movie. It wasn't. No. Uh, yeah, they focused a lot on Mike's character's backstory. Who can talk like, about Mike? Fine. Yeah, I'm like, I just want to see animatronics fucking shit up. Like, that's what I came here for. Yeah. And I get like, there are a lot of really fantastic PG-13 horror movies. But like, I am kind of that person who's like, I wish it was rated R. Like, I wish that yeah. like... There was a little bit more gore and a little bit more over the top because I always want that. Um, the director, uh, Emma Tammy, also has like said, she's like, no, there's not going to be a director's cut. There's there's no gorier version. No, no, like, no. It's just... There is a director's cut. There's like a three hour director's cut. Oh, she said there wasn't going to be one. And that there no, wasn't, I swear it wasn't going to be I read like that. bigger. Because I don't think like, it's going to oh, be gorier be, like, or anything. A gorier cut. And she said, no, no. there's just a, there's a lorier cut. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I hated that. Interesting. Um, Although after Megan's atrocious director's cut that had like... <laughs> two scenes? One, like one little piece of blood more than the original. I wasn't that impressed, but... Yeah. Whatever. Um, see, this says it, it, it won't get an R-rated cut. But oh, maybe it was just a rumor. Yeah, that sounds like something that people wanted. I swear there was one. And they were like, yeah, it's just going to like dig into the lore a little bit more. Yeah. Four hour cut rumor goes viral six days ago. Wow. You fell for an internet rumor. I did. Debunked by a Dexerto. Dexerto article. Dexerto. Interesting. Yeah, there's a four-hour-long lore cut of Five Nights at Freddy's that will be available on all physical releases. But it's... Okay. It's a parody account. Debunked. <laughs> yeah. There has not been a director's cut of the Five Nights movie announced. And the director's indicated that it is not on the way. Oh, that's crazy. We need more like... women directors in horror, by the way. I agree. I think we need more women directors, period. We just need more women. <laughs> we need more women. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Most of the women in this movie sucked. Yeah, you're not wrong. I know. I rarely am. Well. I did want more Matthew Willard in this as well, though, too. It's like two got scenes. two more movies. <laughs> two movies. Two more movies to see him. I just want to see him pop his pussy as he does, you know? Is that disrespectful? I'm sorry, Matthew. I meant to ask Wait, him. what did you say? I want to see him pop his pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he just did literally the fucking cutest <clears throat> interview. I forget who he was opposite for this interview. But anyway, he was doing this interview about how, like, he TikToks now. And like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm a TikToker. I TikTok. I do TikToks. <laughs> Um, and he said something about how like nobody ever asks him to take his shirt off and he's just Matthew Lillard. And I'm like, apparently you're not watching the TikToks we're making about you. Because <laughs> <Baby girl. laughs> <all we> want. <laughs> Baby girl, come to my side of TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I thought that was cute that he just like he's just so down to earth and like humble. We, yeah. we love him. Well, how scary did you think it was? One. The game scared me more. <laughs> well, yeah, the game was like just jump scare. Yeah. City. Fucking shit my pants. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, this was just kind of like a romp. Was, it was not. No. What about you? I, I also gave it a one. Yeah. Yeah, it's not um, scary. Nope. No. How sexy did you think it was, though? Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was pretty sexy. <laughs> um, and I don't know if it's the puppetry or oh! if it's just. <laughs> oh my god! I'm furry. I'm being converted as we speak. What? What did you rate it? Oh, I gave it a three and a half. <laughs> what did you give it? Two? <laughs> what? Two? For both? Half a what, point you didn't for... even give a... What do you mean? Half a point for Josh Hutcherson, half a point for Matthew Lillard. Half a point each? Yeah, just like Lakeith and Daniel got last episode. Uh, yeah, that's fair. If we're giving more than half a point, then Get Out would be like a three for Lakeith alone. <laughs> True. That man I is mean, gorgeous. Your speak your heart. Your you need to. Never mind. Um, but yeah, no, I gave it a three and a half. Okay. For and maybe it's just because of all the of the these the animatronics. The animatronics <laughs> do get a little wonky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which one? Yes. I would like you to rate all of them first to last most fuckable. Not last okay, to first. Me, worst just, to best. Most fuckable. I, We've got Chica, I, Bonnie, Foxy, I, let me look him up. Freddy, and then Springtrap. There's five. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, am I missing one? Who no. the fuck is Helpy? Oh, and the cupcake. <laughs> cupcake. You got to do Mr. Cupcake, too. Just the ones okay. from this movie. That's six. So. Least uh, fuckable. 
Hold on. I need to like see them. Every animatronic in the movies. Okay. Freddy, Chica, Foxy. Okay. So least fuckable for. Okay. Just, I just, it's gotta be said. The spirits of children are in these. Yeah. But that's unrelated. We're going purely aesthetic, not yet. Don't make it weird. (laughs) These are adult. Yeah. Animatronics. Consenting animatronics. Okay. Um, you didn't even you didn't even talk about the balloon boy scene, by the way. The post credit scene, or like mid credit. Oh scene. yeah, yeah. I'm not including balloon boy. I didn't okay. talk about like the taxi driver at all, so I didn't yeah. think it was. Um. Okay. So least fuckable. That should be easy. It's obviously Mr. Cupcake. Chica. <laughs> Chica. Okay. Wow. Curveball. Okay. Um. Then I'm going to go Freddy. I'm going to go oh. Freddy Fazbear. Um. Then I'm going Golden Freddy. Springtrap? Because they're the same. Oh, you're doing... Golden Freddy wasn't in there, was he? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. He plays a central role in the film, this article says. Anyway, um, <laughs> then Cupcake. I feel like... Okay. Cupcake, you could like... Short King. Short King, but also just like maneuverable. Oh. Maneuverability alone. Yeah. Bumps him right up. Okay. Um, Bonnie. Oh, the one that you didn't even remember. Correct. Number one is Foxy. I haven't done Spring Bonnie yet. Oh, okay. Then Spring Bonnie. Okay. And Foxy. Then Foxy. Number one. Oh, yeah. Is the missing parts of it or... I think it's the eye patch. <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. All it's right. ju- it's honestly the 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 more disrepair that they are in. Yeah. The higher up they go. Yeah. They've seen some shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Foxy's like missing an arm. Yeah. All the fur on Foxy's hand. Gone. You like that. Yeah. I'm into it. Anyway. Do we need to know your ranking as well? Mm. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'll make a TikTok. Can that be the title of this episode? <laughs> Ranking the fu- the FNAF animatronics by fuckability? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Okay. If they'll right. let us, that's what we're naming. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, shit. Um, okay. How fucked up did you think it was? <laughs> One. 
Well, okay. one and a half. Yeah, because of the dead children. Dead children. Yeah. Lots of them. Lots. So many. Like at dead least children. six. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's like you're... You probably loved that. No, I don't love it. It's just bold. I respect it. Yeah. I literally sent Katie a Snapchat the other day because I was looking through articles about horror tropes. And one of them was like, worst horror tropes are that kids are always safe. More horror movies need to kill kids. And I was like, Jesus, <laughs> did I write this? <laughs> uh, that's funny. I don't want kids to die. I did rate it a one and a half because I also think killing children and putting them in the bodies of animatronics is, is that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. It's not ideal. And also Vanessa, knowing your dad is a serial killer and just being like, oh, I won't tell anybody. And like letting Mike bring Abby there. Girl. Um, overall, you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. I gave it a 2.5. <laughs> Middle of the road. <laughs> okay. I understand, like, why critics hated this movie. I also see why fans liked it. But, like, at the end of the day, this movie wasn't made for critics, right? It was made for the fans of the movie. And I think it obviously, like, did its job making them happy. So, like, kudos. It was a very generic, like, there was nothing new in this movie. There was nothing, like, super crazy. I didn't think it was terrible, but it wasn't, like, good. <laughs> it did its job. It, it catered to the fans. If I, like, my favorite video game came into a movie, I would want it to cater to me, too. So, can't be mad at it for that. What did you give it? Agree. I also gave it a 2.5. Oh, my God. (laughs) For literally, like, the same exact reasons. Like, this movie was not made to be good. No, it was made made to cater to the fan service. Exactly. It was made as fan service. Um, I think that they also did. I I mean, I almost would like I would have given it a two. But I think they did do a really good job of, like, also catering to people who have not played the games. Like, you didn't yeah. have to have played. I, I've only played the first one, and I played it the night before I watched the movie. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> and I didn't feel lost. I felt like I had yeah. enough. And I feel like even if I hadn't played that game, I still would have, like, it still would have been a romp. It would have been fun to watch. It's silly. It's sexy. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and yeah, no, it was, it was, it was fun. It was a good fun time. Silly goofy time. Yeah. God, we're just so in sync. I need a co-host so who will argue with me more. <laughs> yeah. We never argue about anything. I'm going to find another menu. <laughs> Fuck that movie. We got we to gotta yell at each other some more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Would you survive? Oh, I, for, I didn't even think about it. It's been, I mean, I hope not. It's been 45 episodes and I you <laughs> still don't know that we do this every single Every single time. time. <laughs> yeah, I forget about this one every time. 
Um, I hope not. Oh, wow. Okay. I hope I'm stuck in hell with William Afton. And all the puppets. That's a dream for you, huh? Yeah. So you're saying no? You wouldn't survive? You wouldn't want to. I wouldn't try. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) You? Would you survive? Yeah. Like, no one dies in this. Besides, like, the gang of vandals. I'm not going to do that, so. And the children. I'm an adult. Of which you are not one, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to give myself the benefit of the doubt. All I had to do was draw a picture. <laughs> they, they win, so. GGZ. Also, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I beat the game, so. <laughs> <laughs> if I beat the first one, I can do the rest. Just kidding. Yeah. I only bought the first one, and I'm not going to buy the rest, so. <laughs> Oh, wait, I might have bought more of them. Yeah, who's There's so that? many of them. There's so many of them. There's like six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Well. Ready to predict next week's movie? Yeah. All right. Tell me what misery is about. Misery. Misery. I genuinely have huh? Yeah. Oh my god. I genuinely have no idea what this is. Really? I have never I've never seen a poster. I've never I don't know who's in it. I don't think I even heard that it was a movie until we put it on the calendar. <laughs> what year did it come out? 1990. Oh my god. Okay. Well, we were just we were we were just talking about all the things that we have coming up, and I don't think it's any of those things. Okay. So it can't be like vampires. It can't be found footage. It can't be a classic. So it can't be that good. Um. Okay. I think it's. I think it's a like, like a two point five star. Mm-hmm. Lasher. Okay. Because it's from 1990. Yeah. They were really big on those. Um, Set in a small college town mm-hmm. where a group of college kids are having the life sucked out of them by their college. Not, okay. That's oh, not, not like physically. Part. No. Yeah. Like, like they're just, it's like, oh my God, college like is just miserable. Week. Yeah. Yeah. College is miserable. This is, oh my god, this is misery. Mm-hmm. Oh. And misery. What? I just yeah, got exactly. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um mm-hmm. but little do they know it's about to get a lot more miserable because there is a murderer. Yeah. On the loose. And he drowns the kids. That's how he kills them. And but it's still a slasher, so there's some oh, okay. slashing. Got it. I think I'm getting worse at this. No, I this sounds I'm crazy. running out of ideas. <laughs> We've watched a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. I just hope it's drowning. Yeah, okay. So a lot of drowning, a lot of murder. Anybody live? Mm-hmm. Well, I do, mean Do they defeat I mean, the slasher? 
Yeah, I'm sure they do. It's a whole college town against this one guy. Yeah. Right. That's all I've got. I it, it, there's not a whole lot of context given in this one other yeah, than the misery. Misery. Was I close? No. No. Not even a little bit. No, if you remember I said we couldn't do a classic in a couple weeks oh, because fuck. this one's a classic. <laughs> oh, you did say that. I forgot that that's the movie yeah. that you said it about. Yeah. I don't want to give away too much, uh, but this is a... It's based on a Stephen King novel. It stars James Caan oh. and uh, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates? And Kathy Bates won the best actress Oscar for this movie. You're so. kidding! <laughs> you were way off with you. <laughs> this is I not a classic. Close. <laughs> wow, it's classic and iconic. Wait, is it's this iconic. like... Is this- is she like antebellum down south? Mm, no, I think it takes place Kathy in Colorado. Bates in oh. Yeah, no. I'm just trying to think of Kathy Bates' roles. Yeah. Well, you're going to find out when we watch Misery next week. Yay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm see you next time. For this not classic. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's not classic, classic. <laughs> yeah. Oscar winning. Oscar winning? Oscar winning performance. (laughs) There's like five Oscar winning horror movies. (laughs) And this is one of them. (laughs) Whoops. Whoops. (laughs) Well. Bye. There it is. All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about or you'd like to traumatize me with, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials at Killer Cuties Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Next week, we're going to be talking about the movie that got Kathy Bates the Academy Award for Best Actress, Misery. We hope to see you then. Bye.